Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Yes. Raymond Felton right back. Seconds. Felton for three. With 1.3 to go. What's up and welcome to the Believe in Hornets podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, presented by Bet Online. My name is Sam Dracula. With me is Raymond Felton. Raymond, how are you? I'm doing good. How about you, Sam? Not too bad. Not too bad. We're coming off the All-Star Weekend. You know, we'll have Hornets basketball resume at the end of this week. We're still kind of like lingering in the effects of All-Star Weekend, among some other stuff, which we'll talk about in this episode. So if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe, share the show, tell your friends about us. We're here every single week, so spread the good word. <laughs> um, so before we jump into uh, the All-Star stuff and the Hornet stuff, uh, there's mm-hmm. some basketball-related news um, involving Juwan Howard. That, that news just broke actually um, maybe a couple hours ago as we're recording this that Juwan Howard is going to be suspended for the rest of the regular season, which I think amounts to like five games. He'll be back for the Big Ten tournament um, and beyond, depending on Michigan's performance, after he got into a fight with the Wisconsin coaching staff. Uh, Raymond, what are your thoughts on on this whole situation? Hey, man, touch a grown man, that's what happens. You know, hey, uh, Jawan is like a big brother to me. You know, I was with him in Charlotte and he took me under his wing and, you know, taught me a lot of things, how to be professional, how to be a, you know, a professional athlete on and off the court. Um, so this person is, is family. So mm-hmm. by all means, I'm not going to be up here and talking bad about him. You know, he lost his cool just like anybody else, you know, but going back and looking at the whole thing, you know, he felt disrespected. You know, he felt like what the coach did wasn't right. And from what I seen from the video, I think he was trying to walk past him and not shake his hand. And the coach kind of grabbed him and pulled him to him. And as a man, you know, you know, another man grabs you like that. You know, things can get heated, especially when you're already heated. You yeah. know, you mad at what he did. You mad because you just lost your game, you know, and, you know, tempers flare. And I don't really know what the other guy said that came in the picture later on, but I know Juwan Howard personally, and he had to say something pretty messed up to make him turn around and go around people and, and, and smack them. So I don't know what he said, but it was something probably bad and disrespectful. You know, I know this man, like I said, I know this man personally. So um, it's unfortunate because, you know, you know, you're going to have those those critics, those people out here saying, you know, these negative things. Uh, he's He has an attitude issue. He has anger issues. Oh, he shouldn't be coaching. And, you know, I mean, listen, a lot of coaches have flared up and done crazy stuff and said things that they, you know, sometimes, you know, regret that they said it after the fact that, you know, this is one of those situations where, you know, he got upset, you know, tempers flared. He did something out of reaction, didn't, didn't have a time to really think it through and, you know, now it is what it is. That doesn't make him a bad person. That don't make him a bad coach. You know, things happen. We are human. You know, I want everybody to know that we are human beings. Mistakes can be made. And, you know, so you have to move past it, forgive and move on, you know, because I guarantee you we can go through all these coaches in the NCAA throughout the years and nobody's perfect. No, no, definitely. And uh, two, uh, two other Michigan, two Michigan players are also suspended uh, one game. 
each, mm-hmm. I believe, as well. Yeah. Um, and then one, uh, well, the Greg uh, Guard, the Wisconsin coach, was fined ten thousand dollars, and a Wisconsin player was suspended for one game, as well. Um, if you if you're in that handshake line and you see your coach respond like this, like how do you <laughs> respond? <laughs> oh man! Hey, listen, that coach. If that coach Ron Williams, I'm going down with him. <laughs> That's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? That's the type of relationship we had. I'm pretty yeah. sure. I know I, my the team I was that team I was on. My team back in the day, it, it had been all of us. You know what I'm saying? So we'd have been <laughs> we'd have been suspended all together for five games. We'd have just been zero and five the next five days. We wouldn't have no players. You know what I'm saying? That's just how close we was, and that's how much we had Coach Williams back. So if we just saw Coach Williams in the dog fight, then we get in that fight with him. That's just what it is. Yeah. All right. Well, um, <laughs> we're take a quick break, and then afterwards we'll talk about the All-Star break and some Hornets basketball. Stay with us. Football might be over for this season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. Head over to betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, BELIEVE, to get started. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds right to your favorite Olympic events. From sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, BetOnline is your number one online wagering destination. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. BetOnline, where the game starts. It's Monday night as we're recording this. Uh, Yesterday was the All-Star game. The night before, the uh, All-Star Saturday night. The night before that, the Rising Stars. So let's go back to Friday, um, because Raymond, you played in the Rising Stars game. Was was it called the Rookie Challenge at that yeah, point? It was rookie challenge. sophomore, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because at one point it was like USA versus the world, right? That was later. Yeah, right? that, that was later. That was yeah, later. That's in between. That's in between what they're doing now. Okay, and mm-hmm. you know you could tell like the league is trying to find that balance. We saw a brand new format in the yeah. uh, Rising Stars event, three game tournament. I think each game four teams. Uh, led by Rick Barry, Gary Payne, Isaiah Thomas, and James Worthy, which is alone is already kind of crazy. <laughs> James Worthy forgot he had a live microphone. I didn't, he was like the last person I expected. <laughs> I thought Gary Payne would be the one to swear on air for sure. Yeah. <laughs> or Isaiah. Didn't expect that from James Worthy, but shout out to him. <laughs> um, but you saw those guys lead teams of uh, first and second year players and, and G League players, which is really mm-hmm. cool. Kind of the theme of the whole weekend. The, mm-hmm. the blend of the youth and the legends being in the same place at the same time. It's very cool, right? Um, right. But before we talk about that, uh, Raymond, uh, what was your experience in that rookie sophomore game? What was your expectation going into it? And uh, what, are, what are your memories of it? Oh, it was nothing but amazing, man. It was in Vegas. So, you know, that was that was pretty exciting, you know, to be out there in Vegas for the All-Star Weekend for the first time and just, you know, enjoying, just soaking in that whole weekend. And uh, but playing in that game was just, uh, it was an honor, you know, to be, you know, recognized as one of the young elite players upcoming in the league and um, just going out there, just playing with your peers. And some of the, some of those guys was friends and just having a good time man, and going out there and enjoying all the festivities throughout the whole weekend. And like I said, man, it was um, it was amazing. It was fun to watch and it was fun to play in. So I know those guys really cherish those moments. And I, I, I like what they're doing now. It's different. Mm-hmm. You know, but I still like the blend, the mix of bringing the, the 
the legends back, you know, bringing the guys who who paved the way for us. And um, to see them come back and be involved the way they are, and I think it's I think it's nothing but amazing, man, to have those guys back and be involved because honestly, the game needs it. You know, it started with those guys. You know, they paved the way for us, like I said, and they got the fans, they got the the following. You know, to to provide the the money and the the things that we see nowadays is all because of them. So anything, you know, we should you know get on our knees and bow to them. You know, for you know, for just, you know, making this all possible. But, um, yeah, just to see it, though, is, man, nothing but amazing. I hate that I missed it, you know what I'm saying? But um, that's just something that, you know, I look forward to being a part of here later in the near future. Mm-hmm. So um, your your team, by the way, in 07, for folks <laughs> listening, was a squad, all right? Andrew yeah. Bogut, Andrew Vina, Monte Ellis, yourself, Danny Granger, Luther Head, David Lee, Chris Paul, Darren mm-hmm. Williams, squad. Squad. <laughs> I was a squad. Um, it, I don't like you. Don't have to pick favorites, but is there anyone from that game, from that game or that experience you look, you remember back and like, oh, I'm really glad I had a chance to play with this guy. Well, really, all of them, man, because none of those guys I ever had an opportunity to play with when I played ball. But Monte, mm-hmm. me and Monte played with each with each other when we was on the maps. So, you know, that was fun. But um, other than that, like, it was just fun to be out there, man, and just be free. And, and we just out there just hooping and having a good time. You know, we kind of kind of beat up on them rookies a little bit. <laughs> I mean, that that's what rookies are there for. Yeah, you know it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, um, so Kay Cunningham, the MVP of this year's Rookie Challenge. Um, uh, the Charlotte Hornets' first involvement of the weekend, LaMelo Ball, played on – uh, was a uh, team Gary Payton. Uh, they got eliminated in the first round. Uh, it was like a four-game tournament. Each mm-hmm. team for, was a race to 50, first to 50 wins, and then the second one was first to 25. Um, yeah. With the interesting like wrinkle of like re- recreating old shots between the, the first and final rounds uh, where you know, Scotty Barnes had a little tough time, which I think uh, Isaiah Quickly was, was being a homie and missing those on purpose to make Scotty Barnes feel better. Uh, those layups at the end, we're a little struggle, but I, I've, I, I, have, I have a conspiracy theory that Isaiah quickly missed him, so Scotty Barnes would feel better about it. But it was again, <laughs> the league was doing something interesting. I, I, I'm a, I hope they keep this. It was easy to follow, like the All Star yeah. Game. Um, new wrink, wrinkle will like jumping ahead to like how they play to a target score. Um, yeah. I like I like the execution of it, but trying to explain it, it gets a little clunky. This is real simple how they how they did this Rising Stars game, and right. it gets more players involved. And again. Yeah reinforces that uh, old school, new, new school um, kind of theme, especially because like, you know, it's the 75th anniversary of the league. So you got to do right. it. Right. Um, moving on to the skills competition, we saw the uh, Atentacumpo brothers, which is really cool mm-hmm. to see, um, which right. makes me wonder like, if Lonzo was healthy, if we would have seen Lonzo, LaMelo, and Leangelo in right. one of these things. Maybe we have, we have that to look forward to in the future. Um, the Cavs, youngsters, together and then a team of rookies uh mm-hmm. the Cavs won uh Evan Mobley just shot an effortless <laughs> effortless uh half court <laughs> shot that dude's a monster he's one of my favorite rookies in the league um yeah, I think he's my really he's good. my pick for rookie of the year um what, what's your takeaway right from from that that skills competition and maybe even just the rookies in general I mean it's all all of it is all interesting just to give a chance to like see different skill work from from these from these different players and I just think that it's just amazing how all these bigs and some of these, some like a lot of these bigs really can handle the ball and shoot the ball the way they do. Yeah. It's amazing, man, where the where the game is is evolving to. And uh, like you said, Mobley is just uh, 
is a he's he's a super he's gonna be a superstar okay i can't come out my mouth and say that right now but right. he's definitely gonna be a superstar he's definitely gonna be participating in um all-star weekend and in, in the future um as long as he stay healthy and keep working but um he's definitely for sure my pick right now for um for rookie of the year just because he has an impact on a winning team yes. and you know he's definitely putting up the numbers and playing playing well also, but he's definitely has an impact to that team success. Like, you know, you have the guy Garland, Jerry Allen, mm-hmm. you know, Adam Cares Levert and those guys over there, you know, Kevin Love to me is definitely top three right now and six man, the way yeah. he's playing. You know, so um they um they got a good team over there. He has a big part of that, you know. Shout out to um JB Biggerstaff too, man. That's mm-hmm. my guy from day one since I've been since I got in the league, man, him and his dad, you know, they drafted me to Charlotte. So I always love with those with that family and um I'm I'm happy for him, man. He's doing a great job with those guys over there. Yeah, and uh speaking of talented big men, Carl Anthony Towns wins a three point competition. Um just keep yeah. keeping on like the evolution of the game, right? Um, no question. Hornets saw it firsthand. We'll talk about the Hornets in a, in a few here. Um, when they mm-hmm. played the, the Timberwolves and Cat just kept shooting threes in fourth quarter and overtime, like <laughs> like it was nothing. <laughs> so it got like so. We, we Hornets fans know he can shoot, and then if you pay attention to the league at all, we know he can shoot. Um, so it's right. cool to see him win uh, right. the, the three point shootout, right. which is my favorite event every single year. It, like we'll talk about the dunk contest in a second, but uh, the three point shootout because of the format of it. Um, yeah it's guaranteed drama, right? Like it's a set score, you know what to happen with the dunk contest, it's, it's way more subjective with the judges. You get controversy mm-hmm. around that sometimes, some years. This is more clean um, and it's, it's something that you can, it's somewhat transferable, right? Um, right. What, do you th- what do you think about the three point shootout? I love it, I love it. I don't think they should change anything. I mean, the way it's been going, the way the, the, way the format is set and um, to, to me, like if I'm one, if I'm those guys, I tell them I want to be the person who started. Because yeah. I feel like if you start it, you set that bar. You know, it makes everybody else nervous rather than <laughs> you come behind somebody who just scored 28 points. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, I think that's 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 tough and nerve wracking. <laughs> but um, I mean, shout out to all those guys, man. I think they did a good job, and you know, that's not something that's easy to do. You know, I was OKC, Paul George participating in, and we was in practice just messing around with it. And it's actually it's actually harder than you think. <laughs> it's actually harder than you think, taking all those balls off there and shooting them and then moving to the next spot yeah. within that length of time. You know, it's, it's not, as, not as easy as you think. So, you know, like I said, shout out to all those guys, man. I think all of them did a great job. Yeah, I think we saw, I think it was Fred Van Vliet maybe, who like missed, a, missed like the Mountain Dew ball, had to go back. He still, <laughs> he still completed on time, but like even <laughs> – Maybe was it Booker? Somebody almost ran out of time or did run out of time. So yeah, like you, you get up there. It's a kind of a whole different animal when you're when you're doing it. <laughs> if you don't if you, you don't get the timing right, the pace right initially, you're left rushing. And if you have your money ball at the end, like I like the 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 psychology behind it. it, it yeah. The, the game the gamesmanship is is really there. Really interesting right. three point contest. Right. And then uh, the dunk contest uh, to close out the evening, um, which I thought when Cole Anthony. Broke out his dad's jersey, and then the Timberlands. I was like, "Oh man, here we go. We this is this is it. Like we're on we're on pace for something crazy here." Um, and I was like, "Oh, you know, it, it didn't really work out. Um, so didn't really. There's no way to sugarcoat it. I'm sure the players <laughs> will tell you the same thing. It didn't really work out. Um, I know personally, I've been an advocate of flipping the order of the events, closing mm-hmm. with the three point contest. But that's my personal." Preference is my favorite event right. of the evening. And also maybe that takes a little pressure off the dunk contest. 
Um, but I well, th- my dunk like, contest. Listen, I don't mean to cut you off. Yeah. But the dunk contest, man, has always been like one of the most exciting things of the weekend outside of the game. Like, yeah. let's be real here. Like, you know, like ah. Uh, I don't want to be. I'm. I'm never gonna be the one to be negative and say I'm disappointed. But like, it, it got to be better next year. It's just. Mm-hmm. It has to be better next year. I'm sorry. Like you know, I know those guys did the best they could. You know, I wasn't trying to get out there and participate in a dunk contest. I could dunk, but I wasn't trying to do that. Not once I got into the NBA. You know, that's yeah. a, it's a different. It's a different animal, different level. But it, it has to be better. I don't know if it's the format or what. Like just. Let the guys be creative and just do their own dunks. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. That was that was pretty it's pretty bad, should I say. <laughs> I mean, I just I just gotta put it like it is. It yeah. was pretty bad. It was pretty bad this year. You know, no not taking away for Obi Toppin, you know what I'm saying? Like he he did some good dunks, you know, and you know, he deserved it. But um yeah, it's next year. Next year, I'm 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 putting I'm putting on John Moran head now. I need you in that dunk contest next year, young fella. Yeah, you know, <laughs> we so we saw some of that on in the game during the game. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, I need you in there next year. Well, so I think I think that's I think the issue is they need more contestants because mm. when guys like they they can keep all the rules in the format. I think maybe add another round. I don't know, but when you have guys who go like go three three strikes and out basically and end up with the minimum score, it's so deflating because the other guys like well, I I don't want that to happen to me. But if you have more people in it, I think it widens the pool um, and ups the, the, the competitive level. I, what, my question is, I don't know if they can get six guys or eight guys to do it because it doesn't mm. seem like a lot of people are jumping at the chance to, to be in the dunk contest these days. Right. So right. maybe I don't know if they can add an incentive to it, maybe a charitable donation or like a college donation, something like that um, mm-hmm. to get more participants in it. But I think if they had more dunkers, it would create when people either like don't complete a dunk or run at a time or whatever. It's not the end of the world because we the fans know. Okay, we still have X Y Z left to go. Um, mm-hmm. uh, that that's that's my that's my suggestion. I don't know if it'll work or not, but or if they can get enough people. But that I think that's how you fix it. Um, no, I understand. I, I believe anything, anything, anything <laughs> will work. Anything will help. Trust me. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, so um, I'm okay. Here, this is me with a tease. All right. I'm, this is my I'm, this is my hosting tease. All right. After the break, Raymond Felton is going to tell us who inspired him to play basketball. How's that for a tease? All right. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with that. What's more important than peace of mind? Nothing. And that's what NordVPN is here for to give you peace of mind while you're online. And with all the threats that you face today on the internet, it's more important than ever to be sure that you have the best VPN you can get. NordVPN is the world's best VPN service, offering the fastest connectivity, most servers, and next-gen encryption to make sure that everything you do online stays secure. Plus, you can use NordVPN on all your computers and devices, no matter the operating system. With NordVPN's unlimited bandwidth, you never have to worry about a slow connection either. And plans start under $4 per month. So grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash believe or use the code believe, B-L-E-A-V, to get up to 70% off your NordVPN plan plus one additional month for free. It's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back 
guarantee. Tons of people take multivitamins, but it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start your day right. Their special blend of ingredients supports gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's also lifestyle friendly and fits a wide range of diets. There's only one gram of sugar and no chemicals or artificial anything. Reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash believe. That's B-L-E-A-V. Again, athleticgreens.com slash believe. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Athletic Greens, take ownership of your health. So, Raymond, um, on the TNT show, Shaq talked for like four minutes straight, gave like a, a breakdown, probably the, like the greatest thing he's done on TV, honestly, like a heartfelt like rundown of all the players that um, inspired him to, to play basketball. Um, and, you know, that's coming off of the 75th, being in the same room as all those legends. Um, for you, I was, I was curious. Like, I was looking forward to speaking to you about this, and I was hoping to get your inspirations to play basketball to begin with. Like, who made you want to pick up a basketball and then continue to improve and get to the league and, and be in the league for as long as you were? Right. Um, honestly, man, like, I, I have a couple guys that, like, that expire me as I got older in the NBA, but who expired me was my dad, to be honest. Like, my, my, my dad was, like, the neighborhood, uh, the neighborhood Michael Jordan in my area where I'm from. You know, I've seen my dad going to men's leagues games at, at the age of seven or eight when I was a kid and score, you know, 73 points, you know, 65 points. Like, he's putting up crazy numbers. My daddy can shoot it. He can put it on the floor. There's so many things he can do. And I was like, man, wow, like, man, I don't want to be like my dad. And as I get older, I'm like, man, whoo, that's a lot of pressure to come behind, you know. You know, so it was just like – you know, that was my idol. That's the reason I wanted to play basketball. That's the reason I love basketball. And I did, I loved it myself. But, you know, just watching him grow up and see the things he used to do, like I always wanted to be like him and wanted to beat him. And then um, as I got older and I started watching, you know, a little bit more NBA ball and stuff like that, I used to love guards like, like Ross Strickland, you know, um, Jason Kidd, you know, Barrett Davis, like, you know, guys like that, because, you know, when I used to, used to jump, I can I could duck, jump out the gym, you know, coming into high school, coming into college, like, you know, so those guards like like Barrett Davis, mm-hmm. you know, the way he used to play real shifty and get to the basket and he'll punch it on you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just love watching AI play, just a guy his size that can just score and do what he wanted to do each and every night, you know. I mean, just any of the list goes on. You know, obviously, you know, of course, MJ. You know, just the, just the, the goat himself, the man who, who like <laughs> basketball is, is 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 made around his man. You know, what I'm saying so. Like coming up, it was just like that, 
that that moment of going to Carolina and seeing him for the first time, it was just like, it was like everything to me, man. So, you know, I can give a shout out to a whole bunch of a whole bunch of guys, man, that that pushed me, that that gave me that 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 extra go to to want to make it, to want to be good. But as a kid, man, that was my dad. I got to give all the all the love to him when it comes to that. My dad was my inspiration. He was the man that I wanted to be like. Nice, nice. I think it's really well said. Really well said. Um, I think um, in 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 Shaq's speech, he was very had a very similar sentiment about how his dad pushed him. Uh, to get better, get better at school, so I can go to college, yeah, and right. uh, and be in the league, get drafted, etc. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'm always interested in that because like right. as fans, we see the the uh, the end products, right? Right. So you get drafted, or you see in college, so you get drafted, so you play in the league, but we miss out on how you got there, or like what happens when the cameras are off, and like what drives you. So thank you for sharing right. that. That was really cool. Oh no question, man. You know they they miss all the the playing outside in the grass and the dirt, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> down in the country in the woods where I'm from, you know what I'm saying? Like I saw, um, I saw a story on Ja, it kind of made me smile when I, when I saw how his dad used to kill him in the backyard, make him go through drills and stuff like that. And that's my similar story. That's my same story. Like, you know, we didn't have access to gyms like that, like these kids do now. Like we had to do everything in the backyard. Like you had to work on your game and you're right there in your backyard and we couldn't, we, we couldn't get no cement put down, you know what I'm saying, to, to get a nice pavement court. You know, we had to deal with the grass and deal with the dirt, you know. That's how, that's how I was able to handle the basketball the way I did once I got on the basketball court, once I got on some pavement. So, you know, it was just, I don't know, just the, the whole the whole storyline of, of that, man, is just anything is possible, you know. I tell any kid that, especially when I, when I was speaking to the youth now, say anything is possible, no matter where you come from, no matter what your situation is. It's all about working. It's all about being dedicated. It's all about, you know, saying just believing in yourself and just creating a goal in your mind and just going for it. Just see what happens because it can happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. And um, I think, you know, um, yesterday it was an all-star game and we see it like you just, LeBron says he was just a kid from Cleveland or a kid from Akron. Right, and mm -hmm. weirdly enough, Steph Curry was born in Akron too, which is yeah. weird, weird how that worked out, considering how he got booed every time he was on TV. Right, <laughs> his name was mentioned yesterday. But uh, like shifting over to the All Star game, um, we saw uh, Lamelo represent the Hornets first mm -hmm. time since 2019. Charlotte represented in the All Star game, which was really cool to see. He was actually on the floor um, in the fourth mm -hmm. quarter during that time, which was interesting. He got some crunch time minutes in the All-Star mm -hmm. game. Always nice to see. Um, we got some decent shine. You know, didn't really, like, blow the roof off the place. But when you have Steph <laughs> shooting, going for 50 points and, and yeah, yeah. hitting the all-time record for threes, like, who's, how are you going to shine in that, in that scenario? Exactly. <laughs> um, LeBron, uh, poetically, hitting the game-winning shot in Cleveland. Right. Um, it was really cool to see. It was a really good event. Like, I know, like, as... If the I guarantee if the dunk contest left you with a bad taste in your mouth, the if you watched the All Star game, that had to erase it because that was so much fun, especially halftime when they brought all the players out. MJ yeah. coming out last was like, oh, is, is MJ in the building? Does anyone know? And he comes out like it was so it was so cool. Like as a fan, like watching on watching from the couch, um, you could feel the electricity through the TV screen. Uh, no what question. were your thoughts on uh, on All Star Sunday? 
I loved it, man. I was in, I was in my room just going crazy with every time Steph took a <laughs> shot. You know what I'm saying? It was um it was it was amazing, man. That that kid, that kid could shoot that ball like no other. But um just the whole the whole the whole event that day, just like you said, the halftime and bringing out all the legends and just just seeing that, man, it was just like I said, I hate that I missed it, man. That's that was something special, just to be able to be there, be around those guys and take pictures with them guys and just cherish those moments and be able to show show my kids and stuff like that, man. That would have been so amazing. I'm really mad at myself for for missing it, you know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. if I get the opportunity next time, I won't miss it, that's for sure. But um it was it was it was beautiful, man. The game was good. I felt like, you know, the guys had fun at first and then they turned it up as it got <laughs> later on and and it got serious and it was it was good. Joe Embiid, honestly, if Steph wanted to do what he did, Joe Embiid probably would have got MVP. Because he really like he was on a mission himself. <laughs> the way he was playing, the way he was going at it, and um and then on uh, LeBron, you know, it's just it was, like you said, it was just poetic how it just I ended with him hitting the game winner, <laughs> being from their hometown kid, and you know just and then Steph, you know, being born there too as well. And he shows out the way he did, so you know it was it was beautiful, man. Uh, I really enjoyed it. That game, that game was fun. Yeah, and even like so before the game, the news comes out that Chris Paul is going to miss like about two months uh, yeah. with a um, with a wrist injury, a thumb injury, I think, a thumb injury mm-hmm. um, yeah. on his right hand, I believe. And they're talking pregame. Chris is like, yeah, I'm playing. I want. I just want to get an assist, and then I'm out of here. We see him touch the floor. Uh, I'm not sure if he actually got his assist. I know he, the, he got one opportunity to get an assist, but uh, so whoever shot it missed it. But what do you think about Chris Paul running out there <laughs> with with the with the bad hand, trying to get an assist in the All Star game? Like, if you <laughs> if you're his teammate watching, like, yo, Chris, get out of there. We need you back <laughs> for the rest of the season. Or like, oh, this is the Chris I know. I don't. I I I wouldn't expect any less. Well, it didn't bother me. You know what I'm saying? It didn't bother me because I know that the guys was going to respect the fact that he was injured. Yeah. You know, he was still swiping at balls, too, with the offhand? Like just after. Yeah, yeah, nah. He was tripping with that part. <laughs> he was tripping with that part. But that's just Chris. That's just Chris being Chris. He just loves the game and wants to be out there and wants to participate. But um, that's going to be a big loss to um, Phoenix. That's for sure. Because you ain't just losing a player. You're losing your leader. You're using your, your guy that's, that's like, that keeps everything keeps everything together, you know, out there on their court, you know. But one thing I will say about this team that I've seen this year is that um they're well coached. Yeah. You know, Monty is Monty is a great coach. And um he he always have his guys ready to play. And then I think next man up, you know, they're gonna they're gonna figure it out, get it together. And I think they're still gonna they're gonna win they're still gonna win some games and still be right up there in that top one, two, three. If not, you know, still stay at one because you know they been through adversity you know, sometimes throughout this year and they still was able to win games, you know what I'm saying? So it's one of those situations where it's next man up, yeah. next man up. Y'all got to be ready to go. You know, you already know he's out for at least a month and a half, if not longer. So they got to get it together. But um, I think they'll be fine. But he's definitely going to be missed, that's for sure. Yeah, and just keeping it with the point guards just around the league, uh, Goran Dragic signed with the Nets today. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. What do you think of that deal? Um, the Nets done like what the Nets did in the last like week or so, adding to the roster uh, <laughs> is insane. So like I think the Hornets fans, if you had dreams of catching the Nets, I don't know if we're gonna do that now. Uh, right now the Horn- the Nets are an eight seed, thirty one and twenty eight. Hornets are twenty nine and thirty one. 
you know, whenever Ben Simmons gets back involved, Kevin Durant's going to come back at some point. Joe Harris is going to come back at some point. Um, Drummond and Seth are already in the mix, adding Dragic to the mix already. Like, the Nets are going to start pulling away. They're going to catch the Raptors here shortly. I think we'll see them climb, continue to climb up the Eastern Conference as we mm-hmm. close out the regular season. But what do you think of Drag- Dragic and his uh, addition to Brooklyn? That's big. That's big. You know, especially with that type of offense that they play. Yeah. That's what um that's what going that's what he um thrives in. So another playmaker, another guy who can score it, who can shoot it, another guy who's played in big games, another experienced guy. I mean play with just, Steve Nash before, like Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. So it's it's gonna be one of those situations where he's like you said, Ness has made some great moves, man. <laughs> you know, Ben Simmons come back, he's going to be fresh. He ain't played all year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's going to be hungry, ready to come out and, you know, prove a lot of people wrong and shut a lot of people mouths up. So now you're getting a hungry, young, energetic, athletic, very talented, what is he, 6'11", 7 foot, you know, point guard slash forward slash center, whatever you want to put him in, he can play. So, yeah. I mean, do you add in um, Seth Curry? We can shoot the lights out of it as well and just has a great feel of the game, know how to play. Um, Andre Drummond, to me, is like still a great big man in this league who's still hungry, who's still like trying to really reestablish himself back in this league, you know, as a as a good dominant center and just uh rebounding ability that he has and just that body of just bumping people and being physical. Listen. They they have a team put together that can win it that can win it all the way they putting this team together, you know. And I just like that move with Goran because with Kyrie not able to play at home, mm-hmm. now you slide in a guy like Goran who can step up and and take up take up those minutes that Kyrie will usually play and help out, you know. Saying not to mention, you know, Patty, you know the yeah. things that he can do shooting the lights out of it. And I like the young boy. Cam, now he's he's coming along. He has a great deal of confidence and can score the ball. So that team, that team is put together to do something great. You know, it's just all about you know, like it, like like it always happens. Stay healthy and see what happens when it comes to playoffs time. Yeah, so the, the seating in the Eastern Conference will be really interesting when the time comes. <laughs> Very. Um, I really hope, as a Hornets fan, that they play themselves out of the play-in scenario because that would be a, a big problem if the <laughs> if the Hornets. <laughs> Hornets matched up against the Nets in the in the play, and that'd be a big issue. Uh, oh man, I'll, I'll, I'm be I'm be at every game. It'll be a lot of fun, but I mean, <laughs> I don't know, I don't, I don't know the way the Hornets been playing lately. I don't know if I want to see them in the in a Nets uh, play in series. Maybe in a playoff. I think this Hornets team could take a game off anybody in the league. Uh, the way yeah. they've been playing when they're mm-hmm. fully healthy, but the health is a big issue because at the moment, still without Hayward, still without Cody Martin, still without Jim McDaniel's. Um, <laughs> We'll see. Like, March is just around the corner. Um, we should be getting those guys back soon. McDaniels went out first. Cody Martin has also has an ankle injury. They all have ankle injuries. Um, it's just kind of the ankle sprains are kind of – they're tough, right? Like, they're hard to – Yeah, to, they're, they're hard to determine how long you're going to be out. You yeah. know, that's a, that's a tender – that's a tender part of your body, but also you use your feet a lot. You use your ankles a lot. So, right. you know, a lot of running and turning and cutting and different things you got to do. So if you ain't, if it ain't right, trust me, it's going to, it's going to make you sit back down. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I think, I think Charlotte still is going to be there and going to still give somebody some problems when it comes to the playoffs. And, you know, like you said, health is definitely a, a big part of it. But even with that, I think they still got enough, firepower to 
still get over that hump and make the playoffs. Yeah. But getting those guys back healthy, you know, I think they could cause some havoc for sure. Yeah, so like at the moment, Hornets are nine seed, like I mentioned, three-game losing streak, uh, 29 and 31. Coming off two really tough losses, two overtime losses in a row, uh, very winnable games against tough opponents, like not like lo- losing uh, to the Timberwolves and the um, and the Heat. Um, it's like, all right, well, if you're gonna lose, like those those teams are, are playing very good basketball right now, uh, respectively. Mm-hmm. So you you can stomach that to a certain degree, but when you look at it, like they're zero and six in overtime games this year, it's like, oh man, uh, what what's going on? Like I I've my in my viewpoint, I. I Going into the trade deadline, this, this team looked like it was being it was burnt out. Like these guys look tired. We've seen guys mm-hmm. get hurt, um, and then when you play that extra period, you kind of see it fall apart. Not fall apart. Fall apart's too strong. Uh, you see the other team kind of step up, step it up a little bit, and the Hornets can't really mm-hmm. match them just because of what they just went through. Um, what's your viewpoint on on the like this stretch, um, these back to back losses, and? What do you hope to see from the squad um, after the All-Star break? Hopefully we see these guys come back fresh and ready to go. Obviously, um, mm-hmm. we have games against, um, what is it, uh, the Raptors, Pistons, and Bucks. Um, winless against Toronto this year. 2-1 versus the Bucks this year, which is amazing, by the way. Shout out to the Hornets for that. Um, mm-hmm. And then 2-0 versus Detroit. In, in those games, 100, Hornets put up 140 points in one game and 141 points in the other game. So I think that's a win. Uh, we can expect a win there against the Pistons, but you never know. Every team can bring it in the NBA, right? So what do you expect to see from the squad post-All-Star? Definitely should be energetic. Definitely should come back with a, a, a positive, you know, more energetic attitude of, okay, you know, I got my mind away from the game for a little bit, got a chance to relax, you know, get, go on a little short mini vacation and just – you know, get myself together and come back and get ready to go. You know, I think losing losing those games to overtime give them that experience of a big game, you know, playoff type of atmosphere, you know what I'm saying? Especially against the teams they lost against, you know. Some of those teams got some veteran guys yeah. that's been through those situations that know how to win in those situations. And I think having a young team like Charlotte, that's all they that's all they missing when it comes to tight, close games of just knowing how to win at the end, knowing how to make shots, make the right play, not be as flashy as you are in the first three quarters or even like early in the fourth quarter, just, you know, when the game breaks down at the end, that every possession counts, each and every one of them, even defensively, not making little small mistakes on defense can hurt. So, you know, when you got a team like Miami, you know, they got yeah. a whole bunch of veteran guys. Yeah, Jimmy Butler's like, I got this. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? I've been to the finals. You got a guy like yeah. Jimmy you could throw the ball to and just say, go give me a bucket, go make a play. You know, Kyle Lowry can make plays. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, you know, it's just having that veteran presence and having that experience that all those guys have, you know, over there on that team. You know, P.J. Tucker, you know, on defense, just – know how to be in the right place at the right time, knowing, mm-hmm. you know, the knowing the, the the right defensive scheme and knowing how to rotate at the right time. It's just things like that that just playing helps. And that's all it is. So, you know, I don't take those losses as a bad thing, you know. I don't take those, you know, those 0-6 in the in a and over in a overtime. I take it as an experience. Them learning, them that's gonna be growing pains that's gonna help them as they get later on in the season as they get into the postseason, you know what I'm saying, getting into these big games, that's going to help. You know what I'm saying? That, that's my opinion with that. But um, 
Um, don't sleep on Detroit, man. Detroit been playing a lot of a lot of good basketball here lately, mm-hmm. especially going into the break, you know. And I know Charlotte has killed them the two the two times that they played them. Um, don't sleep on them though. They kind of they kind of got healthy over there at the end. Kelly Olynyk came back. You know, Jeremy Grant came back, and you know those guys are kind of you know you know Kay Cunningham is playing good basketball right now. Mm-hmm. Those guys are playing, they're playing better ball right now. So I don't think it's going to be that, it's not going to be that easy. Those guys got to really come out and play. Don't look at what y'all did to them the first two times. Come out and really, you know, give them that respect because they have been playing better basketball. So don't, don't sleep on that game. And you, you like, the, the players know what happened the last two times. Like, I guarantee the Pistons <laughs> don't want, you know, like it, the reverse is there too, right? There There's the go, flip side of part. it. It's like, yo, they're not blowing us out again. Like, they're going to come out ready to play the Hornets. So that's (laughs) something to be be on the lookout for as well, right? Yep. So, like, uh, so, yeah, Raptors Friday, Pistons Sunday. Um, Raptors and Pistons are at home here in Charlotte. And then Hornets go to Milwaukee for the Bucks. Those are the next three games. The the schedule doesn't really get easier. Like, the league is really deep this year. I I have a tough time looking at the schedule and being like, okay, this is a, this is an easy one. Like every game, every team, we've, this team has lost to the bottom of the standings before. Uh, so it's like, it's hard to like really judge it. But one thing for sure is we haven't seen this team fully healthy yet. The way they brought in Harold, we haven't seen him with Hayward, with McDaniels, with Cody Martin. All four of those guys can play multiple positions, defend multiple positions. So uh, Borrego is gonna have a lot of, a lot of toys to play with here when the team's fully ready and good to right. go. So Hornets fans, I know things may look down right now. I promise you it could be way worse. The Hornets are still in a good spot. And once the team gets healthy again, which should be soon, right? Like um, the season ends April 10th. Uh, we should be fully healthy by mid-March-ish. And that right. could be enough time to really solidify the standings in the Eastern Conference. And then we'll see what happens after that, right? right. <laughs> but uh, I'm hopeful the rest of the way. I, th- I still think we're in a decent spot. Um, all things considered. So um, I think we, uh, we can call it here. I think that's everything. It's, been, it's, a, weird, it's a weird episode <laughs> because we spent a lot of time talking not about the Hornets, but there's so much cool stuff going on around the league. <laughs> right, that right. It's like, and the Hornets haven't played. Um, right. But congratulations to LaMelo making his first all-star appearance, fourth youngest player ever yeah. to do it. Um, well deserved um, too. Well deserved. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. And I'm glad Jared Allen was able to get in there as well. Uh, the other, it was another Eastern Conference alternate um, yeah. that he got some love in Cleveland. Him going versus Embiid, one-on-one versus Embiid was really cool. I'm glad, I'm glad yeah. the big guys like locked eyes and like, no, we're going to try to stop each other from scoring. I like that. Uh, mm-hmm. The league is really cool before we get those types of moments. Um, so yeah, I, hope, I hope everyone out there enjoyed All-Star Weekend. We got Hornets basketball coming up here soon um but until next time thank you so much for listening to the believe in hornets podcast on the believe podcast network presented by bet online see you soon thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. American Giant makes great clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, and more right here in the U.S. 
Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order with code STAPLE20. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, code STAPLE20.